This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. From ABC7 New York, this is Eyewitness News Extra Time. Breaking news and gunfire at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. At least one person is dead, as many as 22 others are wounded. Special edition of Eyewitness News Extra Time. I'm Josh Heinegger, and that shooting in the middle of a joyful celebration sent terrified fans running for cover, marring yet another high-profile public event with gun violence. It happened near Kansas City's Union Station just as the parade was wrapping up. At this hour, we know one person is dead, as many as 22 others are injured. Some of them are children, and some of the wounded have critical injuries. The gunfire erupted near a parking garage as fans were leaving the parade. Take a look at this image from before the shooting. Nearly a million people were packed into a plaza near the main train station in downtown Kansas City, and it became suddenly the scene of America's 47th mass shooting of the year. And it's just the third week of February. Take a look at this video just into the eyewitness newsroom. It shows a police officers taking a person into custody after the shooting. Several cops hold the person on the ground near Union Station. Police tell us they have detained three people at this point. ABC's Melissa Adan is now live with the latest on today's tragedy. Melissa. And Josh, obviously so disheartening everything that happened and happened today. Now, we did just listen to that new update from officials about the latest on the Super Bowl parade shooting. As of this afternoon, there are about 21 victims with gunshot wounds and one victim killed by the gunfire. Police updating that, that they have detained an additional person at this point, three people under investigation. A day of celebration cut short in Kansas City after shots were fired near the Kansas City Chiefs victory rally today. I'm angry at what happened today. The people who came to this celebration should expect a safe environment. Kansas City police confirming at least one person has died and several more injured. The gunshots captured on video. It was a happy celebration until the very end. The chaos erupting after the Kansas City Chiefs team had exited the stage and concluded the victory rally. Yo. Thousands of fans were still out in crowds celebrating. Witnesses explaining what they experienced to ABC affiliate KMBC. All of a sudden, people started crushing forward. Everybody started running. There was screaming. We didn't know what was happening, but this day and age when people run, you run. I was just telling everybody to get down, get down, and then like, get out the way, and the officers were coming around. We saw the, the police swarm a stairwell, and then we heard another pop from there. And that's when I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're gone. ABC's Alex Perez on the ground in Kansas City. We began to hear sirens, both ambulance sirens and uh, police law enforcement sirens, and we continue to hear them. Kansas City police say two armed people were detained for questioning. Officers working to evacuate people out of the parking garage area at Union Station as fast as possible, allowing for first responders to treat any victims. 
Now, prior to the parade, Kansas City police had shared they were working with multiple law enforcement agencies, of course, to ensure safety of that event. However, noting a very fast response from those first responders to the shooting. Reporting live in Los Angeles tonight, I'm Melissa Don, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. Josh. Melissa, thank you so much for that. A short time ago, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs' star quarterback and the Super Bowl MVP, posted this on Twitter, praying for Kansas City, he wrote. Be sure to stay with Eyewitness News and ABC News for the very latest on this deadly shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs' victory parade. Let's switch now to a look at the weather. Yesterday's storm gave way to a brilliantly bright but cold day today. And there may be more flakes on the way. Here's Chief Meteorologist Lee Goldberg. It is blustery. It's been a biting wind today. 34 degrees, still a wind gusting to 24. So layer up as you go through the evening hours. All right, these winds, they're going to be with us this evening, and then they'll get a little lighter toward morning. Probably gusts below 15 or 20 tomorrow morning, but even a little puff of wind with this type of chill make it feel cold. There are your wind chills through your Valentine's Day night as we fall through the 20s and teens. We had some melting today with all that sunshine. Watch for those icy spots tonight and into the day tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, it's evening snow with some accumulation well to the north by the time we get to Saturday it's a snowy start with more accumulation from the city on south I'll get you a couple of maps in a second we're clear right now we're gusty and cold we still have high pressure protecting us but there's the next clipper system right here there's some snow across the upper Midwest now this tracks going to our north we kind of get the leftovers on the southern fringe of the storm and temperatures are warming into the upper 30s tomorrow so anything that comes in might be flakes late day in the Catskills could be a rain or snow shower in New York City going to some snow showers Unlikely is an accumulation, maybe on a car top. There's a coating here and there. There are snow showers to the north. We can get some coatings. And then periods of snow. Sullivan, Ulster, and Dutchess County. Quick mover. It's out of here by about midnight. And then it's all about the wind on Friday. This is a day we could reach 40 with sunshine, but it'll feel like freezing all day. And that wind is howling, especially through the morning hours. There's a wind advisory for Sullivan County and Ulster County, too. For the Thursday night snowfall, it's a coating or less, with the emphasis on less. Maybe some coatings in the Hudson Valley and interior Connecticut. But it's really... Coating to an inch from northwest New Jersey, northern Orange County, parts of Ulster Duchess into the Poconos and Catskills. Again, those winds on Friday will be howling early, 30 to 40 miles an hour, and it's still blustery into the afternoon hours. Now, picking the future cast up with later Friday. We'll cloud things up. You're fine with your Friday evening plans, but by Saturday morning, the pre-dawn hours, snow comes in. This time, with the storm track to our south, you're looking at accumulations from the city on south. That'll be gone by mid-morning Saturday. Again, another quick mover. This one could be one to three inches from New York City southward, coating to an inch north and much less the farther north you go. So we're at 25 tonight, clear and cold, less wind late. Tomorrow's not as cold and not as windy. So sun gives way to clouds, a late day snow shower well north and west. Tomorrow night, evening rain or snow showers, periods of snow to the north, clearing and windy late. You see we have a blustery Friday, then a snowy start to Saturday, one to three inches south and west. Brisk and chilly Sunday, but milder into early next week. All right, Lee, thank you. And as we continue with Eyewitness News Extra Time this Wednesday night, we'll take a moment to take in Valentine's Day, that special holiday dedicated to romance and love and affection. But are you looking for love in all the wrong places? How thieves are taking advantage of people with online romance scams. And lab-grown diamonds come with sparkling price tags, but are they better than natural stones? It's a bit cloudy. We'll take a closer look. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, 
Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. People who disappear without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen. And welcome back on Valentine's Day, the holiday that heralds the midpoint of February when couples exchange flowers and chocolates, head out for a romantic night on the town, and celebrate their enduring love. And then there are the rest of us, the people who find it a cloying cliché of capitalism. Whatever you think, it's inescapable. And so is the need for caution. Instead of being shot by Cupid's arrow, some people are being hit by scammers, thieves, taking advantage of people looking for love, and swindling them out of their money. With how you can make sure there's no love lost, here's Seven on Your Side's Nina Pineda. Every year, there are 547 million reasons why love seekers lose money. Looking for a connection online, the old saying, love is blind, may shield signs of a romance scam. Coming in hot with a proposal is too much too soon. Another sign is refusing to meet face to face, but now some swindlers are jumping off the text and the app and into the flesh. He always paid for everything. You know, we would go out to dinner in the city. When did you start getting suspicious that things weren't as they seem? So I would say it was when he had started asking me for money and the stories just kept getting crazier and crazier. Common requests from romance scammers are asking you to send money for tickets to come and see you by plane or train, requesting an advance on rent, an Airbnb to share, or deposit on a house for you to live in together, or an emergency medical operation for themselves or their parents. Especially if you've given somebody money the first time, we have a, a flaw in our operating system called a sunk cost. We've already given somebody some money and we feel like we have to continue to follow through and give them more and more until we realize we've made a big mistake. A New York City woman was tricked into a bad romance with someone pretending to be this U.S. Army major. His photo was stolen and plastered all over multiple dating sites, but he is a happily married father of two. The soldier wanted to warn women not to fall for romance scammers asking for money. These people or groups of persons that are using my likeness have quite possibly made more than a million dollars. They are actually in love with who they think is you. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. And again, some things you never want to do is never wire or cash app money. And if someone wants you to invest in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, run. Also, if you're being asked to take out a loan, maybe borrow from your 401k, that is a big red flag. Nina Pineda, Channel 7, Eyewitness News, back to you. Nina, thank you. This isn't very romantic. It's actually downright creepy, but it is important. Victor Rizorek is vice president of the cybersecurity consulting firm GuidePoint Security. Victor, thanks for joining us. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Glad to be here. It's good to have you. So first of all, the, the rising risk of these gift card swapping scams. Can we talk a little bit about that and what people need to know? Absolutely. It was, I saw a surgence of that uh, during the holiday season and now again for Valentine's Day. Gift cards are notoriously hard to track, and certainly once they're loaded, they are as good as cash. 
So we see people who are buying these cards and then they're either getting swapped out either at the point of purchase uh, by someone at uh, the, the store or being swapped out at the point where they're trying to spend them. Uh, where people are using co cards that are already preloaded, maybe they've already written down the numbers, maybe they've defeated the the tamper proofing that is often on these gift cards. But for whatever reason, the card has already been used uh, until the person goes or the, until the person tries to go to use it, they don't find out. You're also tracking romance scams. You know, people who are using artificial intelligence and trying to uh, pose as somebody who perhaps may take a liking to you. What, what, what kinds of things do you see and what do people need to look out for? Absolutely. Yeah, AI is being used by these scammers on all sorts of different fronts. So it's being used first and foremost to help the legitimacy of the scams they're trying. Uh, so that helps with things like the English language or with uh, culturally appropriate conversations. Uh, it also helps for them to do research on their targets. They can use AI to understand you know, upcoming events and things that they might not otherwise know of. And of course, they can use AI for deep fake imagery that we've already talked a little bit about. But that extends into voice and also video nowadays as well. These technologies are just growing in their sophistication and their reach. What used to require lots of time and resources to do now takes a matter of minutes. Someone can clone your voice with just under three minutes of your audio. So how do you know when you're being scammed in a situation like this? It's becoming incredibly difficult to do. We've trained generations of users to look for things like bad grammar or out of context requests. Uh, and all of that is going away because these technologies are getting good and enabling these scammers to do things much more realistically. So with the advice given before is spot on, where you have to look for things that are seem too good to be true. If someone asks for money, don't send it. If you need to give someone money, try to do that in person whenever possible. Uh, and then, of course, if something is too good to be true, then it's time to turn the other way. Now, particularly with Valentine's Day, people are preying on your every emotion and every desire and thought of romance, uh, there's a sucker born every minute though. Yeah, there sure is. And we see these folks take advantage of some of the most vulnerable uh, uh, among us, right? Some of the people that aren't as tech savvy, uh, some of the folks that just don't understand these technologies and what they're capable of. And that's what we're here today to try and do is just raise awareness of the incredible capabilities of some of these AI technologies and how they're being misused by these scammers. So this isn't particularly a Valentine's Day question, but just actually, I think it was yesterday, uh, I saw an email in my in my corporate email. It looked like it was a, you know, an email from our IT department, and it, it it said that there was a an unauthorized login somewhere. And click here to review your your account activity. And I just I I was I made a huge mistake, and I clicked it, and I felt terrible for doing it because I thought I was good at this. Um, what do you tell people about how? to keep vigilant about these things, because it really did look very, very realistic. Absolutely. Yeah, the number one mistake is interacting and clicking on those emails 100%. So again, keeping your wits about you and trying to be aware and also scrutinizing those things as they come in. But the second biggest mistake is not following up after the fact. The only thing worse than clicking is clicking and not doing anything about it. Right. So similar to what we talked about, where if you have, have been scammed, then you should report that. It's the exact same idea when it comes to social engineering. If you interact with an email that now, after you've done so, becomes obvious to you that you should not have, then please report that up through the appropriate chains right. in your organization uh, or to the FTC. As I did. Victor Rizorek from GuidePoint Security, thanks for joining us. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you have a, a scam-free and romantic evening tonight.
Thank you very much. It is, of course, Valentine's Day, as we've established, and love is everywhere, especially at the checkout counter. Consumers are shelling out big bucks on their Valentines this year and setting some new records in the process. As Eyewitness News reporter Lauren Glassberg shows us, love may not cost a thing, but Valentine's Day gets pretty expensive. True love is priceless, but this Valentine's Day, consumers are showing their affection with some big spending. Consumers are expecting to spend around $25.8 billion this year, which is on par with last year and the third highest we've seen in our survey's history. That breaks down to a whopping $185 per person. The National Retail Federation says its survey also found that in 2024, love is in the air. This year, consumers are really focusing on the romantic aspects of the holiday. They're spending record amounts on significant others and really prioritizing gifts like jewelry or an evening out. And while inflation is cooling slightly, according to data released yesterday, an evening out or that box of chocolate will still be pretty pricey. We look at food away from home. That is up more than other cost categories. And so is candy. Price of sugar uh, has really been up all around the globe. That price hike includes cocoa. Prices are surging so high that even the biggest chocolate makers are struggling to stay profitable. West Africa is home to more than 60 percent of global cocoa production. Climate issues there are damaging crop yields, constraining cocoa supply and causing prices to soar. Sugar, labor, and other factors are also pricier. And then there's the holiday markup. Some special Valentine's Day editions of popular candies appear to be priced higher than the same amount of their regular versions. Still, even if inflation remains a little sticky this Valentine's Day, a strong economy could make the road ahead just a bit sweeter for everyone. The economy in the United States has remained not only more robust than expected, but it's been the star performer compared to our would-be peers all around the globe. That's something for Americans to celebrate. Lauren Glassberg, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. Eyewitness News Extra Time continues with more on the same theme. Diamonds are a girl's best friend, but on this Valentine's Day, should you be thinking traditional mined diamonds or lab-grown stones? We'll take a closer look at a new trend next. Valentine's Day is all about celebrating love. And what better way to express your love than buy your loved one a diamond? If you're in the market for an engagement ring or just a sentimental piece of jewelry, it is, though, important to do your research on diamonds. Should you buy natural or a lab-grown stone? Eyewitness News reporter Sandra Bookman looks at the pros and cons of those lab-grown diamonds and how they differ from the natural ones. When it comes to engagements, Valentine's Day is one of the most popular holidays to pop the question. A diamond is forever, so you want to make sure you're doing your research. The first decision is whether to buy a natural diamond or a lab-grown stone. We have learned how to pressurize carbon in a lab. Lab-grown diamonds are becoming more popular. They come with sparkling claims that they are ethically made by machines running on renewable energy. The differences between natural diamonds and lab-growns are increasingly difficult to spot. If you see them side by side, they look exactly the same to the naked eye. It's just like growing a rose in a greenhouse versus growing it in your garden. In the past, poor quality laboratory grown uh, diamonds, you could actually identify by eye. They would have clear heterogeneous distribution of color, for instance. You can see these growth structures by eye. 
Um, or you would have pieces of metal that got stuck in from the growth process, the artificial growth process. Uh, but nowadays, obviously, because demand is for higher color and lower uh, impurity contents for the stones, you're not going to have these inclusions. And that means that by eye, unfortunately, because they're chemically the same material as the natural stones, it's, they're imperceptible. You can't see whether they're lab-grown or natural. Whether you are buying a natural diamond or lab-grown, you still need to ask about the four C's. Carat, the weight and size. Color, D being the best because it's colorless. Clarity, whether the stone is flawless or has some blemishes. And cut, which is how the stone captures light and sparkles. The big difference between natural and lab-grown is the price tag. There is a pretty significant uh, savings when you go with, with uh, lab-grown diamonds. Lab-grown diamonds can cost 50 to 60% less than a natural diamond. That's because lab diamonds are often made over several weeks by subjecting carbon to high pressure and high temperature that mimic the natural conditions that form diamonds beneath the Earth's surface. Natural diamonds take billions of years to form and are difficult to find, making their price more stable there's a certain challenge to getting that diamond from the mine to to your finger to 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 the consumer. Here's another big difference, value. When you buy a natural diamond, you are making a serious investment. A natural diamond will retain its worth and it's also going to cost you more to insure. Sandra Bookman, Channel 7, Eyewitness News. Very good advice there. And as we continue with Eyewitness News Extra Time on this special Valentine's edition, love was in the air in Midtown where couples lined up to say, I do. We'll take you inside this special celebration. Endless Love is an Endless Hit. Billboard released a list of the top 50 love songs of all time. Lionel Richie and Diana Ross's duet topped the list. Number one on the charts for nine weeks when it came out in 1981. Rounding out the top three, I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men and How Deep is Your Love by the Bee Gees. This Valentine's Day, there was a special celebration in Midtown. Couples observing their golden anniversaries and beyond showed us love can truly last forever. So much so, they lined up this afternoon to renew their vows all these years later to celebrate a life lived together. Eyewitness News reporter Joe Torres was there to hear them say, I do. I vow. Once more. Once more. What a joyous way to celebrate a lifelong commitment. To love. Honor, 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 and respect you. And respect, and respect you. you. By renewing wedding vows on Valentine's Day. Through the good times. Through the good times. And the bad. And the bad. Great. More than a dozen couples gathered inside a Midtown restaurant to once again publicly profess their love. George and Caroline Hochbruckner did it 62 years ago, and they did it again today. We met at a dance, mm -hmm. and I was a good dancer, and uh, she was a good dancer, and we clicked immediately mm -hmm. in terms of connecting. In between the slow dancing and hand-holding, we heard pearls of wisdom and words of advice for younger couples just beginning their marital journeys. Take it a day at a time, just listen to one another, respect one another, most important, and um, and be flexible. A family that prays together, stay together, especially in a relationship. We don't go to bed mad before we pray. So I don't want to have no nightmares. 
As for the glue that holds a relationship together year after year, the couple said mutual admiration and a sense of humor are essential. Listen to Gregory Harris describe his wife of 38 years. Beautiful, faithful, and truthful. So, top of the hill, man. There you go. That's it. I ain't coming back down. Top of the hill, yeah. Joe. No nonsense. In what way? No running around, carrying on. Because I'm from Bed-Stuy, he know better. She's the boss. <laughs> that's a common thread here. I don't, I don't say no. And that's the kind of understanding that made this Valentine's Day oh so special for oh so many. In Midtown, I'm Joe Torres, Channel 7 Eyewitness News. She's always the boss. That wraps up this special Valentine's edition of Eyewitness News Extra Time. Thanks for joining us. I'm Josh Oniger on Eyewitness News at 11. We'll have the very latest on this mass shooting in Kansas City, including more information on the three people in custody. A reminder, Eyewitness News Extra Time is now a podcast. You can listen to this show as well as past shows on the go. Just search Extra Time at ABC7NY or wherever you stream your podcast. We leave you with a live look at the Empire State Building, pulsating in a pink heartbeat. Happy Valentine's Day. We're back tonight at 11. Good night.